This is Brett Stein with the Stories with Stein Bearcat Fan Podcast, episode 103. Uh, as always, I'm joined by my tag team partner, Jeff Gentle. And Jeff, we've got a very special guest tonight in Cincinnati men's basketball assistant coach, Andre Morgan. Coach, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, join us this evening. Jeff, Brett, thanks for having me on. All right, let's get right into it, Coach. Yeah, I was say good. Thank it's, you it's, for yes. going right past me. Let, We're going to go right to Coach. Yeah, so we don't know what to talk, Jeff. We just want we <laughs> right, we to Coach. Um, so, I'm, Coach, in terms of just, it's been a pretty hectic past six weeks since everything happened with Coach Miller getting hired. Now, you know, obviously you've worked with Coach Miller before at UNC Greensboro, and Coach Roberts was there too. A few other staff members were there at the same time. What was it like when you all got in the room together for the first time at Cincinnati, and how easy was it to kind of ease back into that transition in terms of just knowing those coaches, having worked with them, and recruited alongside them at UNCG? Yeah, well, <clears throat> I think uh, it, it was pretty. It was pretty crazy for a little bit because uh, everybody was come and go um, for a while. You know, just trying to get situated. You know, um, with the transition, and so. I think probably two, three weeks. Um, it took about three weeks for us to all get in the same room. And right away, you know, the, uh, we had Chad Dollar in there, Mike Roberts, Chris Lepore, Coach Miller, of course. And right away, it, it felt like we had all been together for years. Um, and, and a big part of that is how, you know, Coach Miller uh, treats us as people. Um, but obviously, we had really good staff camaraderie uh at unc greensboro and you know we hadn't been together in a while but it didn't feel like we had missed a beat you know when we were able to get in the room you know together for the first time after a long time so that was a cool deal is your head spinning coach like i, I uh, guess as a, as a as a as a fan i'm curious like how do things work like you get you you're at middle middle tennessee and then you then west gets a job six six weeks ago and then it's like, let's go. We're going to Cincinnati. Like, you don't even have time to pack up your house, your wife, you know, all that stuff. Like, you've got to move. You've got to, you know, go through all the HR and all that garbage. And, you know, you can't see your wife. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, we got to get recruiting. Like, <laughs> does it ever right. slow down? Uh, well, well, insanity is probably the best <laughs> word I could use for it. It, it was insane um, because uh, – you know, you got a lot of things at play. You know, it's the first year of the transfer portal for the most part, right? Um, and so you've got that, you know, the one-time transfer rule, um, you know, now coming into effect. Um, you've got all these new factors. COVID hasn't allowed us to be on the road um, in the summer for, for now two years. And so uh, there were a lot of different factors, the transition, the timing, um it, it, it yeah it, it's been insane but it's it's been unbelievable like from the moment I hit campus you know I knew right away um walking into the arena um you know you know right away like this is this is the big time and then you know you, you get a chance to kind of move around in the city of Cincinnati and and right away everybody you know uh, acknowledges you as a as a member of the basketball staff um, a crazy story. I'm walking down the street my first night, you know, <clears throat> we're in the office every night for the, and even now until about midnight. And so, uh, coach Miller and I are walking back to our hotel and, uh, you know, I don't know where I'm at. I don't even know where our hotel is at at this point. And, uh, 
you know, we have like some students ride by and they're just yelling, Coach Miller's a rock star. And so that, that was a pretty cool deal to be in a place where they care that much to acknowledge some some random dudes or <laughs> a random dude walking with a pretty, you know, significant person down the street late at night. So that was pretty cool. All right. Now, Coach, you brought up the transfer portal, and it's been in effect for a couple of years now. And this is the first year where they're allowing, you know, one-time penalty-free transfer. There's no, no sit-out. How much different is it recruiting kids traditionally out of high school or junior college versus trying to get kids in the portal with the understanding a lot of kids in the portal you might have recruited at some point during the process. There might be some prior relationship there. But what goes into trying to recruit a player out of a high school or junior college again versus the transfer portal? How do you guys kind of tackle that? And what's your, been your personal experience with that at both Middle Tennessee and now at Cincinnati? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, recruiting, you know, I've, this is going to be my 13th season as a college basketball assistant coach. And so um, I, I tell everybody, like, recruiting has changed so much in my 13 years. Um, you know, the transfer portal has thrown an unbelievable wrench into it. And now the one-time transfer adds another another wrinkle to it, significant wrinkle. And so um, with, with all these new wrinkles, you know, they'll continue to be different. Um, things that happen with the recruiting landscape. I think it goes back to, you know, um, you know, just trying to identify good people. You know, that that's huge for Coach Miller. You know, we we've got to identify the right people for the program, and then they have to possess qualities of toughness. Um, you know, uh, a work ethic. Um, those are qualities that are non-negotiable for Coach Miller. And so, um, <laughs> to kind of answer your question, I. Don't, I guess it's it's maybe ever changing right now. Um, you know, uh, we try to take the approach. We want to find obviously the best players, but again, it's more about fit, even with all the new wrinkles with recruiting. How do you go day to day? I may be, you know, not stepping over the line, but like, how do you deal with 17, 18 year olds on a daily basis? You know, they, they go from thing to thing. Like one day it's Cincinnati. Tomorrow it's going to be, you know, Ohio State. The next day it's going to be Michigan. Then, I mean, how do you how do you deal with the whims of these kids? Yeah. I know it's part of the job, but I mean that's just got to like you said insanity all over again. Like every day. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it's ever changing, but you know it's fun. You know that that is the fun part of recruiting. It's a it's a daily competition to to get ahead. And then once you get ahead, you got to stay ahead. And so, uh, you know, <laughs> cause even I, once you get a, re- you get a commit, you still have to keep recruiting those guys. Right. Cause oh, they can oh, always 100%. decommit. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so, um, you know, it goes back to that, you know, thing I said about relationships, you know, coach Miller is, you know, I'm, I'm biased of course, but I think he's the best relationship coach in the entire country, you know, Um, He doesn't just preach it. He does it. He practices it every single day um, from the moment he wakes up (laughs) until the moment he he lays his head on his pillow. And so, you know, I I think that piece of it um, allows for us to be able to navigate, um, (laughs) you know, the recruiting process when they're, you know, um, early in the process, you know, uh, when you first make contact uh, to the moment when they maybe say they're coming. And, and then to the moment of 
you know, them finally arriving. You know, it's it's a constant process of trying to build that relationship, continuing to to recruit the people um, that you want that aren't in your program and, and the people who are in your program. All right, Coach, now as I understand that, I believe your your father was a, a college basketball coach and you kind of spent a lot of time uh, in your youth kind of moving around and you're kind of from Atlanta, but you've, you're kind of from all over. Can you just sure. tell me a little bit about what that experience was like in terms of your family and growing up and then now you're a college basketball coach. You have a family, you've moved around, you've been, at, you've been in Greensboro, you've been in Middle Tennessee, now you're coming to Cincinnati. Can you just talk a little bit about I guess I don't want to say living out of a suitcase, but constantly being constantly on the move in terms of your professional life and your personal life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my dad, you know, he, uh, he coached for 12 years. He, he stops at, uh, <clears throat> uh, Eastern Illinois, what uh, Texas American. And so, um, we moved, we did move as you kind of hit on quite a bit when I was young. And so, uh, you know, I've been fortunate to have, a couple different positions in coaching. Um, I've worked at, you know, the Citadel, UAB, and those other schools you kind of mentioned. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, it, it, I, I kind of view it as a blessing because you get a chance to see different different areas of the country, um, different head coaches in, in terms of how they, you know, uh, have a philosophy in, in terms of how they go about their day-to-day and coach their team. And, uh you know, the beauty of it kind of coming here is, um, you know, I've always, I've always watched, you know, Cincinnati basketball from afar and, uh, to be here is, is unreal. It's a, you know, I think it's a destination job. It's a job that, you know, I can't imagine leaving because it's so it's, it's the ultimate, you know, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been a wild ride to get to this point, but definitely happy to be here. You've only been here for a little while. Have you learned even more since you got to town? I'm sure you, from afar, you you knew about it, but like from from a fan frenzy perspective, like it's a very passionate fan base. I don't know if you picked up on that, but um, you know the football team's doing very well, and and I still think you know it's a basketball school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It like I think that's the best part. You know, like. Everywhere I go, I get a chance to, and I mean this, going out to eat at restaurants for lunch, dinner, whatever the case may be. Um, when I wear my, you know, my polo from the University of Cincinnati, you know, everybody asks right away, are, are you on a staff? Are you on the basketball staff, the football staff? Um, you know, mainly touching on that basketball piece per- first because of how passionate they are about their basketball. I mean, it's, it's really indescribable. You know, you know, I've never worked at a place who, who has such a, uh, a big fan base that just cares. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of messes with me a little bit in terms of it makes for uh, <laughs> it makes you not want to stop working because, you know, there's a lot of expectation. Um, and, uh, you know, that's why we do it. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, that's been uh, that's been a really cool deal. All right, now, Coach, I believe the the players are coming back, I think, next week, and, yep. and you can finally start doing workouts and strength stuff, and then you can finally start hosting recruits on visits, and then I think later in June you can actually get on the road and travel to AAU and, and other events in, in the summer. Could you just tell me a little bit about, I guess, how excited everyone is to actually get to work with the players? Because, I mean, you've been here for over a month, but 
you've been working to assemble a roster for this coming season, but haven't ha- had a chance to actually get them on the court. And then also yeah. being able to host visits, host recruits for visits, utilize what Cincinnati has to offer to prospective uh, recruits, and then get on the road yourself and then see live basketball for the first time in over a year, like you said. Yeah, it's it's almost like Christmas, you know, because, uh, you know, the, the, this COVID deal disrupted quite a bit. And so uh, last year we didn't really get a summer. Um, and so uh, it's really important that, uh, you know, we hit it right, you know, this summer. I, we can't wait to hit the court. You still there? Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we can't wait to hit the court. Um, you know, uh, on Tuesday with our guys for the first time, um, it'll be unbelievable energy from the staff. Um, definitely, definitely expected from the players as well. Um, and then, you know, we get a treat, you know, uh, obviously in June, we've got a live period right around the corner. Um, so that'll be fun again. We haven't been on the road for two years, which feels like an eternity. Um, but that's going to be fun to finally get out, um, see players that we've been able to communicate with. Um, for the last, you know, uh, five weeks and, uh, you know, start to identify some Bearcats and try to get them on campus. So it, 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 it's kind of coming at us in waves, but uh, it, it, it's a lot, but it's also it's a good problem to have. Coach, when, when you get out on the road and you watch these guys, are you looking for more intangibles than just guys who can light it up and, and rebound and play defense? I mean, are you looking for glue guys? Are you looking for guys who just have it as in terms of, you know, basketball IQ, what have you? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we, we want to sign the best possible basketball players, of course, um, like every school. Um, but, uh, you know, the prereq for all these guys is going to be toughness. Like everybody has to have that toughness factor. Um, and then they've got to love to work. Like Coach Miller, like he's brutally honest. Like he'll tell guys on the phone, in person, like if if you don't love to work, then I, I promise you I'm not the coach for you. And I love it, man, because he lives it every day as well. And so, um, like I, I promise you, like when we hit that role, we're looking for r- really two things primarily: guys who, you know, have extreme toughness. You know, they they've got an attitude about them, and then guys who, you know, possess the ability to want to work, want to get better every single day, even if it's just a little bit. So. Um, we're looking for talent. Obviously, that's that's extremely important. But those two things, you can't not have that to be a Bearcat for us. Yeah, coach seems pretty genuine. Yeah, yeah, he's he, he he's he's authentic, man. He's he's genuine. He's he's just a you know I, I can't say enough positive things about him. Um, and 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 what's crazy is parents tell me the same thing. I had a parent today tell me how. Uh, how just real coaches compared to other coaches that they speak to. And so, uh, you know, he, he's only 38 years old, may not even be 38 yet, I'm not trying to age him, <laughs> but he, he's only about 38 years old. And so um, he gets it, you know, he gets people, he gets the young people, he gets the parent, um, coaches the, the full package. So, yeah. All right, coach, um, you brought in a handful of players, um, through the transfer portal, obviously, uh, two players who played last year at Cincinnati, Mike Saunders Jr. and Mason Madsen, took their names out of the portal and will be returning to Cincinnati. And then there's a handful of other players. Could you just tell me a little bit about the 
I guess the guys you can talk about, which would be, uh, I believe, Odio Guama has signed, and John Newman, and uh, Jared Hensley, Hayden Koval, and A.J. McGinnis, uh, just a little bit in terms of what you expect them to bring to Cincinnati and, and why Coach felt like those players were a good fit for what you said, what he wants and what the staff wants in terms of toughness and the right kinds of players to play for him at Cincinnati. Yeah, um, you know, uh, I guess I'll share another story. Um, I, I don't know how many times, you know, especially Hayden and Jared, I'll brag on them for a second. Um, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll call me on FaceTime, and those dudes are always in the gym, <laughs> like, like always in the gym working on their game. And so even though they're, you know, we haven't been able to touch them, and right now they're, you know, they're at home, or they were this past week, they were at home, and, you know, we were, everybody's in transition a little bit. Um, those dudes are working. And so, um, you know, I, I can assure you those two guys are working. Johnny Newman's working. AJ's been working. He looks phenomenal. Um, Odie's been working. Abdul, you know, he's kind of new to the fold. Um, but I know he's going to fall right in line, you know, in terms of a guy who's, who's going to develop, try to work every single day to, uh, to develop his game. And, you know, uh, I think already you can see some camaraderie. I mean, those guys are always talking to one another. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to kind of see that all come together a little bit. I'm sure some of those guys are looking forward to getting into a hopefully sold out Fifth Third Arena. Uh, you know, all these COVID restrictions. They seem like they're getting lifted more and more each day. Uh, you know, some of the guys, Mikey and Mason, especially, you know, they've never been in that arena when it's been full and, uh, you know, uh, just as loud as you could possibly imagine. I can't, I can't imagine, you know, how excited these guys are to, uh, to play in front of a full house. And I'm sure you are too, like as, as a coach, you know, you, you know, I'm going to share another story. Um, my very first time walking in the fifth third, um, you know, uh, I, I, I mean this, I got chills because I could, I had heard about how packed it gets, um, you know, how crazy the fans are in that arena. And then I sit down, you know, at lunch, uh, actually yesterday with JD Davenport and he was like, listen, coach, you're going to get chills. Like he was like, I'm telling you, everybody's going to have chills when you hear that crowd for the first time. And so, um, I know they can't wait, you know, I can't wait. Coach Miller can't wait. It's going to be fun. Like it's, it's what you dream about. All right. Real, really good stuff, coach. Um, something I, I wanted to kind of just mention, you know, you've obviously coached at a handful of different schools. You've been at middle Tennessee, but you haven't really been in this part of the, the country in terms of just the Ohio region. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of good players in Ohio, and there's certainly a ton of good players in Indiana and Kentucky and places like that. Could you just tell me a little bit about what it's like as an assistant coach when you take a job at a different school that you you never really coached in that you know region or that state before, and how that works in terms of your process and how you go about I guess learning and and speaking to some of the local coaches and just getting yourself immersed immersed in whatever new region you you find yourself in. Yeah, you know, um, every every time I've been able to kind of, um, you know, enter a new region, you know, it, it's it's a challenge. Like you've got a an area, especially this area, who's like they're proud of their basketball. Like, and uh, you know, I, I found out really really quick 
there's phenomenal coaches, obviously, in this area, phenomenal coaches in the state of Ohio, phenomenal AAU coaches, trainers. And so, uh, you know, it's been my goal since I got here and it may be a little unrealistic, but, you know, I want to touch all of them. You know, I don't want to leave any stone unturned. And so, um, you know, it, it's been a process of trying to get two guys, <laughs> you know, um, but, uh, you know, we want to touch every single person in the state of Ohio. Again, that may not be realistic. I know, I know it sounds hard and it may sound a little crazy, um, but we want to make sure that we put, you know, as much of an emphasis as possible on the state of Ohio and recruiting the prospects here, because like you said, the, the basketball here is phenomenal. And, I, and I've been able to watch it from afar, you know, for years, but to be here and to be able to kind of, you know, inter- interact with these coaches, you know, you get the feel right away. I mean, it, it's a, it's a basketball hotbed for sure. Yeah. Are you and uh, coach Miller looking for a place? Because I don't know if you've heard the story, our, our old our friend Chad Brendel from Bearcat Journal tells a story about Wes asking Chad, like, where's the best place in the area to live for recruiting? Uh, <laughs> are you guys looking for for that kind of edge? Oh, of course. We're, hey, we're always looking for edge. And, you know, I'll tell you all, I'll tell anybody who's listening, you know, I'm, I'm coachable. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and anybody who wants to help, I, I am not – you know, uh, too proud to try to get help from anybody. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're always trying to look for an edge. So if anybody can help with that, please let me know. Yeah. Are you still living out of a suitcase? Or are you of living course. in uh, Coach Luke Fickle's house now? Mark, Marcus Freeman <laughs> left to go to Notre Dame, so they've got plenty of room in their house. I know they got <laughs> six kids, so they've got plenty of room if you need a place to stay. Yeah, I'm still living out of a suitcase. I'm actually in a hotel still, but my family moves up next week. I know Coach, I don't know if I'm supposed to leak this, but Coach, I think, <laughs> found a home. Um, so, uh, you know, he'll be moving in soon. Um, but, you know, all, all that aside, you know, the most important part is, you know, practice start, you know, workout starting rather, you know, this upcoming Tuesday. Um, that That is enough to help us feel at home already. Uh, Coach, something I'm not, I'm not sure if you know the answer to, but obviously there's been a lot of announcements in the last week or two on social media about various uh, states and schools and universities announcing for football and basketball that they'll be you know, at full capacity in terms of fans and things like that. Do you guys have you guys been made aware by the NCAA of any kind, like what the, what the protocols are or the restrictions are for summer workouts? Because I know during last season, you couldn't all, you could only have so many players working out at one time and, and had to have certain things uh, done a certain way. I wasn't sure how you're going to be operating once workouts start next week. Yeah, I, I, I'm not 100 percent either. I know we've got an incredible athletic training staff, so you know we kind of lean on them when it comes to that stuff. Um, you know, we'll just be excited and thankful to do whatever they allow us to do. I promise you that. And and, and so, uh, you know, that's from the coaches to the guys. I know everybody's just ready to get to work in any capacity. So uh, to answer your question, I'm not exactly sure. But, you know, again, we've got, you know, Bob is unbelievable. Our trainer, you know, he's the best. He's always in the office. <laughs> so I'm sure he'll give us the breakdown before we start on Tuesday. Is everybody going to make it back to town? Yes, yes. We don't have uh, two guys back yet, but they are en route. And nice. so, uh, yeah, things are starting to come together. We, we, we've got a team 
you know, the majority of them are, are on campus. Guys are getting cleared, you know, from a physical standpoint. So um, it's, it's about that time. It's almost go time. Uh, one, of the, one of the last things I want to ask coaches, obviously everyone's excited when, when you know, when, when a new staff is in place and all the work you guys have been putting in, the long days and late nights. What, what does a coaching staff, or uh, as an assistant coach, what do you look for in terms of the players when you do get on the, on the court for the activities you can do in the summer? Obviously it's maybe more skill work. You're, you're not putting in plays or all the different types of defenses you're going to use, things like that. But what do you kind of look for and, and what are you really kind of focusing on? Uh, knowing that you've got a handful of players that Coach Miller's familiar with from UNCG and, and other players he's recruited, and then players that were already here that maybe you don't know as well. What, what do you guys kind of look at for these summer workouts? Yeah, you, you know, it's, it's all about development. You know, and each guy has a different area that they feel like they need addressed development-wise. Um, but I guess in a more broad scheme, um, you know, we feel like our job, and it, and it really – it may sound simple, but at the execution of it, it maybe is a little more difficult. But we want each guy, you know, through these workouts to become a better ball handler, passer, and, and, and you know, a uh, shooter as well. And so um, we'll, we'll, we'll focus, you know, put a lot of ton, a ton of energy in, into focusing on those three areas, you know, specifically. And, you know, we'll continue to build on it from there as uh, we kind of go through the summer. Jeff, do you have any, uh, any right, not, questions? I'm trying to think of something, but I'm just, you know, kind of smiling here and enjoying everything, and uh, I'm excited, man. It's it's only late May, and, um, I, you know, I'll share a real quick story. Uh, Coach, you know, I'm, I'm a little older. My kids are older. They're busy. Um, we were going to get rid of our season tickets, but, um, you know, Coach Miller and everybody – has excited us so much that we decided to keep our tickets. We're going to, we're going to figure out how to get down there as, as much as we can. And, uh, you know, we've had tickets since the early nineties. So, okay. Okay. you know, uh, we are thrilled and, uh, we're really pumped up and fired up as, as, as coach Miller said in his introductory press conference. So, you know, uh, I know I'm just one family, but you guys have been doing, you know, everything right. And, and we're excited. Well, we really appreciate you saying that. I, I know I can speak for Coach Miller um, by saying that, you know, um, that's what it's all about. We want to make sure, uh, you know, we give you all something to be excited about and happy about when we hit the court. And so I promise you, like, Coach Miller is a worker, and uh, he will only hire workers as well. And so we're, we're working our tails off to, to ensure that you all are um, excited, happy, and uh you know, proud of the product that we put on the court in the next couple months. All right, uh, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, Coach. I know you're gonna, you've got other some other time to uh, to spend personally. I appreciate you making yourself available to Jeff and I to appear on the podcast, and I appreciate all your insight and all the stories. And uh, I think I speak for Jeff as well when I say how, again how excited we are about about the the staff you guys have put together and the players that are going to be on the court next year, and we know they're going to be great representatives of the University of Cincinnati uh, on and off the court. And uh, we just can't wait for them to, to, you know, say that you guys can go out and practice and play. And, and uh, you know, can the fall get here any sooner? <laughs> now, Jeff, Brett, I can't thank you both enough. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, our door is always open. So looking forward to, to seeing you both in person really soon. 
Sounds good. Thanks, Coach. Good luck. Greg, thanks, okay. Coach. Have a good night. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye.